0: Regarding Makkah Schoeshech, I already mentioned this a while ago, that there is a big discussion amongst the Mephoshim, what was the nature of this uh, Makkah? The Ramban and Evan Ezra bring that the nature of this Makkah was consisted of a kind of mist which came down into the world that uh, that blurred and obscured the light of the day you couldn't see anything. Now the question is, as the Ebenezer points out, they could have lit the candle. If it's dark in a room, you light a candle and you solve the problem. But apparently, even lighting a candle wouldn't have made a difference during Makas Choshech. And he says, he explained, the way he explains it naturally, is like uh, lighting a candle in a deep underground cave. But there is a limitation of oxygen. As we know that fire needs oxygen to breathe, to survive. So we light a candle in a place which is deprived of sufficient oxygen, the candle will go out immediately. So lighting a candle, for example, in a deep underground hole a grave or of a um, a cave, will cause the light to go out immediately. So apparently this was the nature of darkness, that there was this very thick mist that came down that obscured light, but they were also sucked out all the oxygen in the air, so that when the Egyptians would have lit the candle, the candle would have gone out right away and would never be any use. We just need to understand, according to this pshat of the Eben and Ramban, how do people survive? If there's such a limitation of oxygen, humans also need oxygen. Now the Orchayim, Orchayim HaKadosh has a different interpretation. He brings two medroshim, one medrash that says that the, the darkness of Makas Choshech came from Hashem Himself. It says, Yoshez Choshech Sisroy. Hashem's mysterious side, that means the dimension of Hashem that cannot be understood and cannot be accessed and is hidden, is called darkness. Now, ordinarily we call the hidden side of Hashem darkness because to us it's, it's, it's a mystery, it's darkness. We can't access it. But that source of hiddenness of Hashem is the source of darkness down here. When Hashem exposes his hiddenness, then the result of that in the physical world is physical darkness. When Hashem is reveals his Cheshak Sisroi, then you have Khemakas Khoyzech down here in the physical world. But we see that the Jewish people did not have darkness. So how come they had light where the Egyptians had darkness? So we'll see in a moment. But he brings another medrash. The Orachayim brings another medrash that says the darkness of Makas Choishech came from the darkness of Gehenem. He says the Orachayim But these two medrashim are not contradictory with each other. They actually complement each other. Because we know there were two types of darkness during Makas Choishech the first three days. They couldn't see each other, but the last three days, they weren't even able to stand up, so thick was the darkness. So he says the first three days, the darkness came from Yashish Shish Shizrei, from the hidden side of Hashem, from a very lofty place. The last three days, but they couldn't even move, that came from the darkness of Gehenna. He doesn't explain exactly why the difference between these two types of darkness resulted in these different two different types of darkness in Mitzrayim, one way they couldn't see each other and the other way they couldn't even get up. But in Kedush there's a beautiful, beautiful insight into this, which really can shed more light on what the or is saying. He says, what does it mean that Hashem revealed His hidden side? His hidden side is so hidden and concealed from us, we refer to it as darkness. But that source of Hashem's hiddenness, when it's revealed down here, it becomes physical darkness. A darkness that's destructive. So he explains it like this. We see in Chazal, for example, when he was in the cave for 13 years, because somebody, a Jew, told on him to the government, the Roman government, what he had said in the base Medrash. He had expressed himself in a negative way, in a critical way, against the, the Roman government. And as a result he ended up running away, fleeing for his life, and he spent 13 years in a cave. So the Gevore tells us in Shabbos that Reb Shirem came out of the cave. A while later he met this guy, Yehuda Ben Gerim, who was his rep- reporter, the guy who reported on him to the government and caused him all this trouble and grief. So it says, by gazed at this guy, that means he passed away. So the Chaimakesh uh, the explains what does it mean that the uh, looked at him? The gaze of a tzaddik is a holy gaze. How come that from a gaze of a tzaddik, something so destructive happens that somebody, a Jew, dies from it? And Besides, uh, the Rabbi Yachai was trying to punish someone. doesn't have the behavior of a tzaddik to try. la says It's not good to punish people, even a tzaddik who's been hurt by a Russia Is Shleiman Melch says it's not a good thing for a tzaddik to take revenge and punish him. So the. Levi Yitzhak Badichev says like this We know there's such a concept in the Medrash that. Uh, it says, Malachim, who were doing something which wasn't appropriate, or they were critical. It says, Hashem, shit etzba aktana, etzba aktana the, the Hashem revealed, exposed these Malachim to a tiny little finger. That's a metaphor. Saying that Hashem exposed Malachim to a measure of divine light that was beyond the light that was commensurate to their existence. In other words, every being exists because of the divine light that sustains it. And the limitations of that being is a result of how much limitation was imposed on that source of light that is responsible for his creation. So things that are more limited, and more physical, more material, uh, it means that the light that is responsible for their creation is more limited and more restricted. If that being is exposed to a light that is beyond the constraints of his existence, then he becomes null and void. He, becomes a, he expires because he cannot exist in the face of such an overwhelming exposure of divine light. That's the meaning that Hashem reached to these malachim. He exposed them to a greater measure of light than they could handle, and they softened. They They were consumed. Same thing with Rav Shem, Rav wasn't trying to punish Yehuda Ben-Gerim, but Rav Shem was, a, of course, a tzaddik. Uh, and when he gazed, it was an emanation of Kedusha that came out of his gaze. The gaze of a tzaddik emits Kedusha, holy light. But the light was so intense that in uh, commensurate to the level of Ruchnius uh, that this uh, Yehuda Ben-Gerim had, it was too much for him to handle, and that's why he died. He died automatically, not because Shimon was trying to hurt him. It's because he was exposed to something that was immensely uh, overwhelming, way beyond the limitations of his being. Given the level of his coarseness and perhaps evil uh, that a man had inside of him, he couldn't handle the intensity of the light that emanated from Shimon gaze. This explains also what it says in the Gemara, Mashiach comes, Shem will Yoi Tzicham He'll take the sun out of its uh, sheath, of its uh, cover, of its shield. And it says Tzadikim uh, will rejoice and will be healed and will have great joy and benefit from, from that extra light that will be exposed to them. In Rishoim but that same light will be a source of judgment against Rishoim. So he said, what does that mean? When a great overwhelming light is revealed, so those that are not susceptible to it because they're so limited and so coarse and so vulgar, so they can't handle it. So they disintegrate from the intensity of the light that they're being exposed to. Whereas Tzadikim is the opposite because they are uh, able to handle such a light. On the contrary, that light provides them with great sustenance and great fulfillment. It says, This is the meaning of that Medrish, that Hashem revealed, Yoshua's that deeper mysterious side of Hashem, that is so lofty, so sublime, but it's revealed to Rishoyim, like Mitzrayim, for them it's darkness, because they can't handle it. So for them, they, they, they're they blinded by it. What does it say in, in the Zoyar that the um, um, that when Hashem reveals a, a light that's so transcendent, it's makif, that the chetzolim, the evil, they, it blinds them. They can't handle it. It's beyond their capacity to, to internalize. So that's the So the darkness for the yidim who are on a different level, that same source in God, in Hashem, that caused darkness for the Egyptians was the source of light for the Jews. So that explains the pasuk For the Egyptians, there was darkness. There was light. Not that it was light like they had everyday light, that there was no darkness for them. But the pasuk is saying, no, there was extra light. In other words, that same makhav of provided that extremely lofty light to the Jewish people. And that same light, when it reached the Egyptians, it blinded them and made them sit in the darkness.